Welcome to Sinequanon News. I'm your anchor, Persona Non Grata. Our categories today are I'll Take In Without Any Blacks, Why Is Unsolicited Advice Always Free, Canadian Karma, and There She Blows Yet Again. Let's kick it off with the In Without Any Blacks. The recent controversy with Joe Rogan and the N-word has really shown a light on how this type of news is weaponized artificially. This is actually a huge boon to the liberal media. Joe Rogan takes a small hit, but the liberal media is completely lacking in credibility, so it is a huge boost for them, especially when the victim apologizes. No wonder it is their favorite method for cancellation. It is their dopamine hit and gives new life to their media. The unfortunate truth is ruining someone's credibility does more to increase your credibility than just being honest yourself. What is going on is that certain words are triggering certain behaviors. Words should not trigger behavior no matter what. However, people have been conditioned to behavior by observing others and listening to what others have to say. So instead of regarding these behaviors as Pavlovian responses to be avoided, they are paraded as virtue signaling and celebrated. Virtue signaling is labeling. So when it comes time to destroy someone, you're just ripping off a label. Who was offended? The people who brought it up and are promoting it worldwide can't be offended by it. Which means it is not that the N-word was said, but about who said it. Why are they offended by it now instead of several years ago when it was said? That suggests that they have an agenda other than the N-word on their current agenda. Blacks should be offended that the media is using them like that. But the media whores will always be media whores. Frankly, I really haven't heard of many average Joe blacks speaking out and being outraged by this. Which leads me to my final conclusion. Whites are calling whites the N-word without using the N-word. In eight-year-old lingo, whites are having imaginary lightsaber duels, yet somehow doing real damage. Blacks have no idea what to do. They don't know whether to scream cultural appropriation or wait patiently to see if the whites will wipe themselves out. In a continuation of the Joe Rogan situation, we have why unsolicited advice is always free. Lots in the media have said what he should do, didn't do, or why did he bend the knee, etc. I have my own speculations as to how he should react. Unfairly to Joe Rogan and conservatives, conservative and real media have put him in a position of leadership. And why? Because they won't lead. They are the ones who said he bent the knee while they suckle at the tit of big tech. They have large audiences who are just as, if not more loyal, than Joe's, and they won't leave big tech. They let big tech censor and shadow ban them while big tech makes money off of them. You tell me who's bending the knee. Maybe Joe is bending the knee. But they're grabbing their ankles. I will not give these conservative groups a penny until they leave big tech. In all likelihood, they will be deplatformed when the election year heats up anyways. So thanks for nothing. Moving on to Canadian karma. A guy posted a video bragging about hacking Give, Send, Go and doxing the contributors. Evil journalists use the list to reach out and cancel donors through shaming them personally, contacting their employers, 
and exposing their businesses to ridicule. The hacker, who looks just like the male version of Megan Rapinoe, also doxed himself. This is just too rich. He's a loser who lost custody of his child and has his own GoFundMe account to fight custody. His GoFundMe balance isn't worth mentioning literally. And soy boy premier Justin Trudeau proceeded to call a Jewish conservative a Nazi while the Minister of Finance openly threatened to freeze bank accounts of the terrorist truckers and their supporters and that they had the authority to do so as well as immunize the banks. This led to the further isolation of Trudeau from not only the people but other politicians and also caused a run on the banks. Can you believe that? If you threaten to freeze bank accounts without recourse, people will close their accounts. There's such balance in banking. Karma achieved. And we close with our last segment targeting liberals. Watch out for Tubin's new segment titled, Screenshot. CNN still doesn't understand why Joe Rogan is is successful after hiring a full-time investigator. They are considering using the N-word, but don't want to be put in the position of having to cancel themselves. NBC is raking in the dough with the Olympics by reducing their ad rates by 40%. Given the ratings, the advertisers still think they got screwed and may sue. Advertisers may be seeing the error of their ways. Now they get screwed twice. First by letting the liberals chase them away from conservative shows, with viewers with disposable income, second, by advertising on liberal shows with almost no viewers. YouTube is serving up Chinese propaganda when users search the term Beijing Olympics. And the YouTube CEO is asking for more laws restricting speech. YouTube has its head so far up China's ass, I can't tell where China ends and YouTube begins. And the terrorist Democrat Party, who fully supports the terrorist organization BLM, or Black Lives Matter, finally yielded a terrorist incident. A BLM activist tried to assassinate a Jewish Democrat mayoral candidate. His weapon was a pistol, and he missed from point-blank range. He was bailed out by BLM, is now under house arrest. Democrats tried to distance themselves from the shooter by saying, He was crazy and suffered from mental illness. Instead, they've proved that liberalism is in fact a mental disorder. I apologize for not creatively insulting the liberals more, but the facts just keep out competing me. I'm sorry. For Sinequanon News, I'm Persona Non Grata. Please spay and neuter your politicians. Good night.